This is the Coach Brew Show. This is also the world's shortest podcast intro. Outmanned, but never outmatched. Welcome, everybody, to the Coach Brew Podcast. At the time of this recording, uh, we are post-Super Bowl 58, I believe. And the Taylor Swift era of the NFL has concluded for 2024. Um, But don't worry, that won't take her out of the media, all you Swifties. Talking about outmanned but never outmatched. um, Turning adversity to advantage. And what I taught Taylor Swift. A valuable lesson, I think... I taught Taylor Swift. She must have been watching what I was doing from afar in order for her to pull off what she pulled off uh, not too long ago. I'm not talking about dating Travis Kelsey either. So, backtrack a little over a year ago, and uh, the record label, this is a stadium status lesson, by the way, the record label Taylor Swift was signed to, Big Machine Label Group, uh, was owned by Scott Borchetta, and he was selling Big Machine. And he sold the record label, and all of Taylor Swift's masters, basically her song catalog, to a guy named Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun is probably most famous for discovering Justin Bieber. And he... Uh, represents Justin Bieber, Dan and Shay, uh, a bunch of artists, not Taylor Swift for the record. So she was very upset by this because apparently at some point she wanted to buy her masters. Basically what that means is buying the rights back to your song. If you sign with the record label, they handle the distribution, they own the rights to the song, and you get a percentage of the royalties. Same thing happens in publishing. Uh, same thing happens in film. Anywho, her catalog is worth... Bought it, well, Scooter Braun bought it for $140 million, which means it was worth well more than that because he turned around and he sold it, not to Taylor either. Um, so she was devastated by this and decided... The best thing that she could do to prevent him from profiting from her masters that she couldn't buy back is to re-record all six of those albums. So if you go on Spotify, you will see um, a Taylor Swift album, and then you'll see basically the same album, but the subtitle is Taylor's Version. That's the... uh, the album that she went back and re-recorded that she owns the masters to and owns the rights to. Uh, so it's kind of a more up-to-date version of that song uh, reflecting current production, her current voice, because her voice has changed over the years as she's grown up and matured. Anyway, um, where would she get this brilliant idea? I'm glad you asked. So, stadium status fact. Uh, I was signed to a publishing deal with a company called Biblio Motion. 
the rights to stadium status were owned by Bibliomotion. They sold their book publishing company to a company called Taylor and Francis. We're not giving them a shout out because they're not good. They're not good people. Anyway, they uh, started screwing me and about 24 other of their authors that sort of they inherited on our royalties. They weren't paying them correctly. They weren't paying them on time. They weren't keeping track of sales correctly. They weren't paying audiobook royalties at all. Uh, I tried to convince the others to join a class action suit and to get our rights back. Nobody wanted to do that, though, probably because it would have cost money. Anyway, um, it's, I think, one of my best written books, some of, if not my best content. I wanted my rights back. So I negotiated without any lawyers, without a lawsuit. I negotiated being released from my publishing deal. And as part of that, um, I could either buy up all their inventory of my book which would have been $15,000 worth of inventory, according to them. Or they would be allowed to sell the remainder of the inventory on Amazon and through their uh, vast book retail network. That's sarcasm. Uh, they weren't able to get that book into retail hardly anywhere, which is part of my frustration. They overpromised and underdelivered. Um, yeah, you heard that correctly. Overpromised, underdelivered. Anywho, uh, the parallels to Taylor Swift and Scooter Braun are astounding. My situation happened in 2018, and hers happened in 2023. So I'd like to think that she's been following this from afar back in the day and just storing that data in her hard drive of oh here's how you handle a dispute over rights and masters and copyright and and getting out of a uh, a quote label deal so anyway um the publisher is allowed to sell off the remaining inventory via amazon and any other uh of their retail partners which they didn't have any so basically it meant amazon and their website Oh, so what was I going to do? <laughs> I was going to release Bruise version, essentially. Uh, I released the updated, revised stadium status, taking your business to the big time. The second edition. Uh, changed the cover to reflect that. Added content that kind of got left on the cutting room floor by the editor which I thought absolutely should have been in the original book, in the beginning of the book. And I released that book on Amazon, my website, and several other retail outlets. But in addition to doing that, essentially thwarting their, not their ability to sell my remaining inventory that they had, of my original book, but making it unattractive to buyers. Uh, I also released a updated revised second edition on audio and, um, I bought ads 
on their Amazon page and advertised my new updated second edition on their Amazon page for my original first edition because I wasn't going to get any of those royalties on whatever they sold that they had left. So the score, if you're keeping score at home, Coach Brew won, uh, his former publisher, zero. And if you're keeping score at home with Taylor Swift, it's Taylor won, Scooter Braun, zero a year ago. And her version of those albums turned out to be some of her best music. And you know, I don't know. I say in jest that she learned that trick from me. But hey, who knows? Maybe she did. Maybe she owned a copy of Stadium Status. Could be on my mailing list. Maybe she listens to this podcast. If you do, shout out Taylor Swift. Um, Send me a friendship bracelet. Anyway, uh, maybe she learned that from me. Maybe she didn't. But the point is, and how does this relate to your business? Now that we're nine minutes into the episode, here's how it relates to your business. You could be outmanned, but you're never outmatched. What do you mean by that? A publisher has deeper pockets than I do. They have deeper, greater financial resources. But they sure as hell don't have greater intellectual resources. And I believe... In the case of my book, Taylor's albums, intellectual capital trumps financial capital. Yes, you heard that correctly. I said Trump. I apologize. I hope I didn't trigger anybody. But your intellectual resources will always, always beat financial resources. So when you're when you find yourself out my outmanned whether it's literally staffing, talent, finances, budget, whatever the case may be, please understand you are by no means outmatched. There are underdog stories of doing more with less all over the place in every industry. And yeah, I know no one would call Taylor Swift an underdog. I get that. But in that case, she was. She wasn't able to buy back her catalog that was sold to somebody else who who basically flipped it like you flip a house he turned around and sold that for exponentially more than the 140 million dollars he paid for it and that wasn't an investment that she was allowed to make even if she were willing to make it and I would argue she made a better investment using her intellectual resources to essentially thwart the sale of something she didn't own that her had her name, brand, likeness, and voice attached to it. It's just sheer brilliance. And am I saying that what I did was sheer brilliance as well? Absolutely. I am... Hon- I'm honking my own horn right now. You hear that? Yeah. Um... I'm half kidding about that, by the way. But I did think it was a brilliant move, if I do say so myself. And yeah, I thought of it. And was it successful? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, the point to all this is, I want you to take a long, hard look at obstacles that you're dealing with, whether it's in business or your personal life. 
And maybe, just maybe, the solution lies within the problem. Stoicism, they say the obstacle is the way. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. If you are willing to take a long, hard look at it and not just immediately resign yourself to defeat, you know, Taylor could have thrown her hands up in the air. Ah, I didn't get a chance to buy that. I'm screwed. You know, they're going to make all this money off of my first six records. I'm not going to see a dime moving forward. Oh, not the case. Not the case because at the end of the day, no matter how little you have in your budget, think about the size the sheer size of your brain and the capacity that you have intellectually. You have a massive intellectual capital at your disposal. Not just yours, but tapping into the wisdom of coaches, consultants, your employees, your colleagues within your organization. You know, the solution lies inside the four walls of your office building. It really does. You just have to seek it out. And it could be something as simple as just jumping on a whiteboard with a marker, writing down the problem, and brainstorming with your staff, assuming you have a staff. If you don't and you're a staff of one, brainstorming with yourself. Turn your cell phone off. Turn your computer off. Turn your ringer off on your phone if you have a landline. Shut your door. Lock your door. And invest at least an hour or two in just brainstorming on a piece of paper or a whiteboard all the possible ideas, the potential solutions. And part of the deal you're making with yourself when you do this is you don't rule anything out. That's part of the creative process, part of brainstorming is nothing gets ruled out if a colleague or a coworker shares something. You don't try and one-up them. You don't dismiss the idea. You go with it, and you just see how you can expand on it and think incredibly outside the box and see where it leads. If you can compile enough possibilities or the right possibilities and create strategy around that, I guarantee you that intellectual resource that you slapped up there on the board is going to be the very solution to the challenge you're dealing with. If you are willing to examine it deeply, not just look at it on the surface and dismiss it or throw your hands up in frustration. Too many people quit too soon. You know, entrepreneurship, business, sports, whatever you're pursuing... It's really a game of who can not quit the longest. And a big, big part of that not quitting the longest and just sticking it out is the brain power you apply to problem solving. And it is easy and it's probably stupid to just throw money at a problem. A lot of businesses, especially ones that have like venture capital or investors, have way more money than they have common sense. They have way more, way more financial resources than they ever will intellectual resources. And so many people in so many places 
think the solution is to just throw money at a problem when it's not. So that's my critical thinking question for you today. What What is the obstacle and how are you perceiving yourself being outmanned and in reality you're really not outmatched? Often your adversity is your advantage. It's been the Coach Brew Podcast. Uh, if you don't own a copy of my book, Stadium Status, or maybe you own a copy of Stadium Status, but you don't own the revised, updated second edition, you could head over to coachbrew.com, pick up yourself, uh, pick yourself up a copy of that. Maybe you have read it, you enjoyed it, and you just didn't know until now. There's a sequel to Stadium Status. It's called Beyond Stadium Status. And if you like stadium status content, you're going to love Beyond Stadium Status. Uh, it's fun, it's creative, it's humorous, and it's an easy read. So you can head over there, coachbrew.com, pick yourself up, copy either of them. And maybe you're like, Brew, love your stuff, but I'm not a reader. Oh, good. Uh, you can get the audiobook as well. There's links on my website to that, or just go directly to audible.com and type my name in the book title you're interested in and download yourself the audio version. Um, I think you'll find it to be something pleasant to listen to because somebody else with a far better voice than me narrates my books. So, yeah, there's that too. Anyway, it's been the Coach Brew Podcast. Head on over, grab yourself a copy of one of my books, and remember, you might be outmanned, but you're never outmatched because intellectual resources will always always beat financial resources thanks for listening to the coach brew show if you're not currently subscribed to the podcast sign up now on itunes google play or stitcher and for more information to turn your potential into performance head on over to coachbrew.com now